Hi guys, it's Paula. Welcome back to the She HH podcast where we interview women in Christian music all around the world. In today's episode, we're speaking to Shireen. This is actually the second time we've had her on the podcast and it's been a while since the last time we spoke. So we catch up about her album, In Full Bloom. We speak about her musical journey so far and some of the things that are coming up that she's very excited about. We know you guys are going to enjoy this episode, so make sure to share it with a friend. Hi guys, so welcome back to the GHH podcast. I am super excited because we have another person who's coming back for a second time. It's an honour, it's a privilege. Yes. Oh my gosh, I'm very excited. She's one of my favourite people and I don't say that lightly, you really are. But for those of them who have not watched your first episode it's been about a year and a half like 18 yes. months it's been a while I was I, I watched it back and I had my short hair I said <laughs> yeah, oh did, my gosh yeah, like, it's been a while it's been a and it while. was online it was on zoom and yes, now we're it was. I'm very I excited that. I love that for us but so people who don't know you who maybe haven't gone back yet because you do need to go back to that interview um who are you what kind of music do you make like let us know a bit about yourself yeah, my name is Shireen. I'm a singer-songwriter. I make um, alternative Christian music, uh, mainly R&B, but also because of my roots being Ugandan, there's a lot of Afrobeat fusion in yeah. there, as well as house, because I'm a girl from London. <laughs> so, London. Where do all the broken hearts go? So yeah, so it's a very like eclectic mix and, yeah. of a sound, but essentially, like essentially, the heart and root of it is the gospel, the good news. So, yeah, yeah, and I love that it can be any genre, and you really exemplify that. Like every song is very much rooted in Christ, even if it's not like Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Yeah, rooted in Christ, but with different sounds, and just yeah, able to experiment and enjoy. Thank you. So, yeah. Thank you for bringing that to the people. Um. So like I said, it's been about a year and a half. A lot has happened. Okay. <sighs> an award wow. an album we're starting i didn't even know a new age a yes. lot has happened yes. in the last year and a half okay let's start maybe with the album so since we last spoke i know you were hinting at like releasing mm-hmm. um, a project and now the project has has, has settled in people's hearts yes. and souls uh um i said a, i was gonna say a full bloom in, <laughs> in full bloom in full in full bloom is one of my favorite albums i think say this to you every time we meet i'm yeah. like hey shireen in full bloom in full bloom is one of the best albums ever made like yeah. i literally love that album can you let's start with um we'll go into like some of the songs but can yeah. you start with like what this album was what the concept was and how you even came up with the name and how you created everything yeah i will start with this album was all about purpose mm-hmm. and and having a a better understanding of myself first and foremost as an artist because like me entering into the music industry and doing music a lot of it was to do with obedience where mm-hmm. I was writing songs like that were mainly kind of like diary entries that's why I would describe my first EP was me actually walking the faith journey mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. discovering who Jesus was and hence why it's called beautiful savior and this beautiful relationship between us yeah. and him and the cross and the God and and but in full bloom was more like there was there was more purpose to it. Yeah. There was a it's essentially an album about becoming mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. becoming whole. And it was a lot of the songs were written. Some of them were written at a similar time as um, Beautiful Savior, my oh, first really? EP. Yeah, oh, wow. so but that long, yeah, that long ago. but majority of the songs were written in the pandemic, which is so funny because 
I really wanted to release the album a lot earlier than it was. But then if I didn't have that extra time, yeah. a lot of the songs, a lot of people's favorite joints <laughs> would not be on the album. Wow. Yeah, 1000%. See, everything works together for good. It really, really <laughs> does. So I would say the album is essentially about just about that journey to wholeness, becoming in full bloom. And it was written and came out in the summer springtime as well, where we yeah. do see these flowers actually blooming. And in the Bible, there's so many references to seasons and plants yeah. and mm-hmm. growth and agriculture. So I just wanted just to really just bring that um, analogy to life. And I think you really did. Thank you. And this might be kind of like asking someone, like asking a mother to pick from her favorite child or something. Yeah. But do you have a, a particular maybe favorite song or part of a song or something in the album that whenever you listen to it, you're just like, yes, I'm so glad like we did that. You know what? Like, I love all of them, but to be honest, like it's Psalm ninety one, <laughs> and and the funniest thing is, it's like it's the it's the simple most out of all of them. I think it's the most simplest song, okay, because it literally is a scripture word for word. That and peace of God, they're like they're the easiest, you know. <laughs> However, it's, it's biblical. Then they are. It is a very <laughs> biblical and theologically accurate. <laughs> Come on, raise him, raise him. Okay, but I think for me, it's because like I listen to it and I'm like, I can't believe we wrote that myself mm. and my friend Kezi I'm like I can't believe this is you this made is, that this, 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 like this is us this is me this is Cali Blue but I'm like you yeah. know when like, you listen to a song and like you genuinely like it like I loved I love all my songs but I'm like I love that song so much like I never get sick of it never I never get sick of it <gasps> and even when people read, read the scriptures and I'm like you do yeah, oh my <laughs> god this, yeah I'd be reading and obviously you know like with COVID-19 like that year like 2020 yeah. and on into 2021 everyone everyone's pastor preached on that sermon everyone's like that psalm everyone was reading yeah. it so i remember all the time just like looking at it and i'll just be like he who does in the chapter you know? all the time all the time oh so like i think for me and especially like in that time during the pandemic where there was so much sickness and illness and like yeah. that psalm just speaks life into that as well um and so it's kind of for me, it, it will always be such a landmark moment for me, like that song. And that's why for me, like, even though, like, we we really shouldn't have food with our children. Our music, yeah, but we, but we do because for me, it's what it means. And it's like, it's something that I'll always be so proud of. Like, no matter mm-hmm. where I go in my career and what happens next, like, I'm, I'm so proud of that song. Yeah, and I'm so proud of the album. So We're proud of you because that's a yeah. really good song. It's a really life-giving yeah. song. Again, I think it is because it's so biblical because it's yeah. literally like the words talks about um the Bible being or the scriptures yeah. being life. Like, they're not just mere words. And I think when you sing them as well, there's an added yeah. element of that, like, life-giving that is really really um just transformative and I think you get that from that song um another song that I really enjoy in this album and it wasn't it was it was like a it crept up on me you know like I always used to listen through Mm -hmm. and I always had my faves you know Psalm 91 but also Peace of God which was very much at the top of my worship playlist anyway and um you know it's, it's kind of like a love song you know you be singing about stuff why is she looking at me like you know you you wrote the song so you know what happened in that song anyway yeah. and I anyway <laughs> and I I mean I wanted you to kind of just I mean we have a playlist here at she mm-hmm. that's called um I'm in love with you it's kind of like a love song yeah. like playlist yeah. kind of based on from a female perspective mm-hmm. um Christian love or godly love and I just wondered Shireen because people want to know is there any more love songs coming <laughs> that is so like so gross such a great question 
Um, and I'll tell you this, you know, when love finds me, when I find love, they will, they will flow out of me. Um, and I think that I always love to write from place of truth, mm-hmm. you know, so it just right now, my truth is about singleness. It's more and more, it's more life. If you know what, if you know, if you know life on the album, it's more, yes. it's more, shout out to Triple O. It's, it's more, am I comfortable with my singleness? That's kind of where that stems from. However, there's also songs like Anyway that are birthed from a place of conversation. Mm-hmm. So it's actually came from from a conversation with a friend when he's telling me about this girl that he liked and so i was the way he was describing her i was like this is just so beautiful Aww. so i'm just gonna you know write about right what he basically <laughs> said but with more words you know yeah and i feel like that comes across that yeah. like you could tell it's a lived experience yeah even if it wasn't necessarily your lived experience it was yeah. a lived experience that yeah. you yeah. absorbed and put yeah. into the music so um, yeah, um, so I will definitely be wanting. To, I don't. I definitely. I, I even have written love songs, romantic songs. However, the ones that I release, like again, like there has to be that truth element there. You know, I don't want it to feel like I'm singing karaoke. <laughs> Not you know? karaoke. No, because let's be honest. It's like especially like because it's beautiful thing we collaborate as 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 singers and artists other people write for us or we write with other people Mm -hmm. but i i do believe there's something that comes out when it's like you can actually relate to what you're singing about i think you can hear that more Mm -hmm. versus someone just singing a really nice song that's someone else's written cover yeah basically you're covering yourself (laughs) (laughs) and i don't want it to feel like that but Mm -hmm. i like yeah but the the songs they are coming guys they are coming i mean we're we're on the lookout because you yeah you're queen of rb over here so waiting for that to come through um i even just mentioned it now when you talked about collaboration and like coming together to write songs or like if you are um collabing on someone else's song and you've done like loads of collaborations in the first interview we talked about the ones that happened at that point and even since then there's been more and even in 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 full bloom you have loads of collaborations um what is it about collaborating with people that has been such a key part of your career so far like why do you enjoy like why is that something that you know if people know shireen it's like oh yeah she was on that song with da 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 or she's been she was on that part of the album or like why is it such a key part of you it's gonna sound so funny but i love challenging people okay. and i love being challenged okay. and i think when you collaborate with people and not only just from an, on an artist or feature level mm-hmm. even from a production level from a writer's perspective and even those like people shout out to our engineers those who mix and master hello that is also collaboration mm-hmm. because without them the quality of our music wouldn't be what it is so it's like there's that level of kind of of sharpening i believe that happens when you collaborate with people iron sharpens iron this mm-hmm. is the biblical principle yeah. but we see it in our everyday life and i think that when you collaborate you it births something out of you that you never knew you had that's true because someone sees that things in a very different way from a different perspective than you do and vice versa so for me that like when i collaborate with other people i love to challenge them i'm like i'm like you see this mix we go again <laughs> and it's not because it's, it's not good because i know there's more there's i know you can give me more highs you can give me more lows you can give me more bass like there's so many things that you can do and also from me i'm like they're like let's do that take again mm-hmm. because i know you can do that riff i know you can sing that, hit that uh, note like, you can hit that note I know, let's even change the key and take it up higher. Like, and but you would modulating. Yes, because like, they, but you wouldn't know that until you work with people. Yeah, true. And I think it's, it's so easy to become a very independent person when it comes to your craft and your creativity, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Especially during lockdown, like we had a lot of time to yeah. refine ourselves, you know, pick up different skills. But at the same time, like as much as we, we hate working in the office, oh, 
there's something different that happens yeah. when we're with people versus when you work at yeah, home. That's very true. I'm not saying don't work from home, guys. I'm team work from home. Don't get twisted. Always and forever. You know, but you know, I, I, we can't hate on the hybrid. We yeah, can't true. hate on the hybrid. So, those those yeah. in-person connections are very honest exactly. and very needed. Yeah. Um, no, that's true. And I feel like even just like with us, like we did that first interview virtually and then post that like since then yeah. the world opening up again we've seen each other so many times yeah. and every time i see you i feel like i've just been so happy like our <sighs> conversations are so amazing no they are so the last time guys, we were in the car trust me to cry guys and last time we were in the car like Shereen, first of all Shereen's a very giving genuine person just in general and then it also comes across in the music yeah. but that day when we were driving in the car i think i was like wow how did I get so lucky to know you? Because just listening to your music was cool. Stop, stop. Is this meant to be an interview? What's this? <laughs> this is a question. I have a question. Okay. No, genuinely, yeah. like, getting yeah. to know you through your music is beautiful. But I yeah. think when you find out that the artist themselves is actually an authentic, lovely person, yeah. it makes the music hit more. Yeah. So that will go to the question. Yeah. Even with the people that you um, collabed with. So you collabed with Triplo in this album. You collabed with... Will yeah, um, Will Geezer. Will Geezer in the al- in the album, yeah. Um, with on nine on Sound ninety one with yeah. um, Ka- I always say her name wrong. Callie Bluebird. That's correct. Callie Bluebird. Yeah. Um, who's amazing, yeah. phenomenal voice. Yeah. That one was probably virtual. I'm guessing because yes, she's not was. based here. Yeah. How was it just connecting with people and um developing relationships so that you could have them on project yeah. on your project? Yeah, that's such a great question. I think with majority of the collaborations like I already knew them Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it was like from a very already we had that relationship but someone like Callie Bluebird and Wild for example that was uh those collaborations were like were they started off very professional but at the same time the way that I am as a person I do like to build that rapport Mm -hmm. to get to know people but that's an individual thing right like because it's not by force like I think that we should feel like every single person we feature work with is our best friend Mm -hmm. like I'm not gonna like if Ed Sheeran's calling my line tomorrow and it wants me to be in the track like I will do it like (laughs) like, we're not waiting till we're best friends now I will do it right now (laughs) however like it's for me the reason why I love it is because I actually like some people don't see this part of it but I like to pray into my work so I actually before like singles or albums come out I'm like oh can we have a phone call mm-hmm. or we can always zoom where we can pray about this or or lesser's message and like there's like there's that level of just like of connection and, and and intentionality that's true and I think but you can only have that when you've built that rapport so that's what matters more to me is like also who is this person that I'm working with like as well because we also live in a very interesting time where things obviously no one is perfect people make mistakes but like you want to make sure that you you know who you're working with yeah as well let's That's let's true. keep it 100 as well like i you don't want to like have a situation in three years where you're like that single has to be taken off yeah. all streaming platforms <laughs> because of controversy you know so it's also that especially it, in the christian space like of course like like i said nobody's perfect i'm not yeah. saying you have to work with perfect people because you'll be working by yourself and even yourself, no, even yourself. you won't even release anything <laughs> however what i mean is like you have giving yourself that time to get to know that person mm-hmm, that's true i like this and again this this build that rapport but we thank god for online resources we're able to kind of do that so yeah that's really true wow that's that's beautiful to hear and i'm hoping that in future like 
um, projects, singles, anything that does come out, we'll still get yeah. to see that collaborative element, even yeah. if it's like behind the scenes, you know, songwriting or yeah. like focus groups or even the visuals and stuff like that. Yeah. Because you've really been big on that. Like yeah. all of the visuals for In Full Bloom were stunning. Thank you so much. Gorgeous. Thank and you. even like the um the like live like Listen yes, back, the listening, listening party, listening party. Yeah, 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 even yeah. the visuals of that were amazing. Just to see that like rapport and that vibe in that room, the 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 cover art, <gasps> that yellow. Shout out to Annie for that because he that was incredible. Inject it, she said. Inject it. Yeah, he's incredible. So yeah, just artist. all those collaborative endeavors have were really evident in seeing the project and i think that that was really beautiful to see so like i said with the last 18 months came an award which was definitely a long time coming um premier gospel if you guys don't know is one of the premier one of the biggest and most you know senior in the uk christian organizations regarding music and and media and um, every year there's the premier gospel awards where artists are recognized and celebrated and this my friend shireen <laughs> is this year's female artist yeah. of the year female artist mm. of the year 2022 wow when i tell you like <laughs> i was so speechless like i like it's so funny when i look at pictures and like videos i just look so confused and discombobulated <laughs> because i genuinely was and it's so interesting right because sometimes we don't mean to but as people we downplay our craft we downplay our achievements yep. and we downplay our abilities and so what happens is that when we're then recognized for certain things it's like you feel like you're not worthy mm. but even though you've been doing amazing things and, you've been, and, and you've been grinding and i've been working and doing everything but i just didn't like i didn't think in such a a rich category of well um well-rounded women mm. like that it would be me who would take the award home you know like i'll be a lorraine i'll be a sarah Tabor, <laughs> a rachel cat like do you know what i mean it's like i was like shereen that was a good category it as was well. a very beautiful yeah. category and also again being there with my friends as well whether it be asha elia or nafi ma like yeah. i was just like so i'm like those are my sisters i'm like if one of them wins we've all won you've all won so oh. when so when i heard my name i said this is crazy like but then it's so interesting because in my own private time with God when I've been looking at my career and what I want to accomplish and what I have accomplished just like I, I always talk about how this journey so far has been the sheer grace of God because I decided to be obedient and do music however from the album onwards God was it's like you're walking in purpose now because now you're actually putting the faith with the works yeah. right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because I would say my, my first two years of my career was pure faith <laughs> it, I was still working but it was pure faith but now like at the, I always say your works are evidence of your faith right mm -hmm. you don't just work to do things it's like no because you said this is what God has called me to do so I believe God wants me to do and so I will therefore do things that basically reflect that and in being recognized in these yeah. works like it is it is an honor and I don't take it lightly and I say to anybody as well like it's so easy again to there's another side of it to look at something like the premier gospel awards or something small right because you want to win a mobo you want to <laughs> win Grammy. a Grammy you want a Brit award like and but these like they, you have to start somewhere you have to start somewhere and again, Premier Gospel, shout out to them because they like without their, that platform, I you guys wouldn't know who I was without Premier Gospel, you know. And um, there's a woman called Loretta Andrews. And again, like if I prepared a speech, I would have really like thought, thought. things through. <laughs> 
But she you ad- didn't prepare a speech. No, because I didn't think I was gonna win anything. Like, and everybody kept telling me to, but I was like, "You guys are just gassing." Like, <laughs> like Shereen, okay. write a speech. You're like, "Oh, stop it!" Literally, la, la, la. I was like, "Oh, not even that." I was like, "Okay." Two teas now. There's no speech, and then I actually get up. So, do um, you remember what you said? No, I know. All I remember saying is that I said, "Cut the cameras." <laughs> like, that's literally what I said. Um, but yeah, so with Larissa Andrews, she had, at the time when she was still on Primary Gospel, she had. Um, a show called Unsigned and it was for yes, unsigned artists and it yeah. still like hands down is hers and Lady T shouts Lady T, Lady T. Like, at the time they had like my favourite shows that I would generally tune in out even before I was an artist and then she I sent her like my stuff like and then she played Beautiful Saviour yes this is back in 2019 I remember this. and then so to then be there all those years later, because in 2019, I was also nominated with Asha. We're both nominated as Best Newcomer. With um, Dreams, right? Yeah. This is no, before no. Dreams. Was this before Dreams? This is, this is when I, she had, um, is the God that I serve, God that oh, I serve. Literally. This is a throwback. Oh, so it's nice. like, this is our, our early days in our career. So we didn't even know each other. And it's from then we became friends. But it was such a poetic moment for us then all these years later. Because that Be was back. that was the last Premier Gospel Awards before this year's Yeah, one. yeah, because of the 2019, pandemic. guys. Yeah. 20, I have to look at the camera. 2019. And then to go back in 2022, the first one in person. And to yeah. win Best Female Vocalist. <laughs> that's only God. And it was on the day. I didn't realise until last week. It was on the day, the one year anniversary of my album. Was it? Yeah, it was. God is funny, you know. He's so funny. He is very funny. Yeah. That's amazing. I didn't. Yeah. Wow. It's been one year. It's been one year. Madness. Yeah. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. No, God is. Well, he orchestrates things. Yes. You mentioned something interesting, and I would really like to hear your take on this because there's been a lot of conversations within the UK gospel space, and you know I've been bringing this up every time we yeah. talk because Shireen has opinions and they are usually wise. Not me having opinions. <laughs> They're usually wise. They're usually like on a foundation that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I was going to say just common sense, which isn't common, which you actually have. We thank God. But um, you mentioned about, you know, sometimes downplaying your achievements because it's just like what you do. Yeah. What about, what would you say about people that say, um, you know, as Christian artists, our achievement is, you know, jesus like we don't need awards we shouldn't do this for the awards like yeah. how do you think that that balances with something like winning an award yeah. and having like your peers and people that are supportive of you love and yeah. praise you for that so like what's yeah. the balance th- what's the balance there it's like I'm, i don't even want to misquote this but it reminds me of when jesus was sending the disciples out two by two right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he was sending them out to do basically ministry work you know to go and to to basically teach them the principles of the kingdom of heaven right and he said that like you know that they, they should give you know to you freely mm-hmm. however if they don't give you literally just dust your feet off at the entrance of their house and you just go on your way it's true and and w- what i take from that is i'm not saying like everywhere we go we should be recognized for our work and achievements and stuff but it, it is it is a, a a heart posture of when you see people doing great things for the kingdom we should recognize them. Yeah. What that recognition looks like is going to be different, you know? Like, it literally can be food. It literally can be clothing. It literally can be literally just accommodation. And, like, this even goes into the, should we pay Christian artists when they do Ooh. events? And it, it for me, it's it's all part of that principle. Like, we're doing kingdom work. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's not, and, and it's, it's, it's beyond just kind of, like, oh, like, there's another side of it, which is we, we still also are artists. We still are doing music. Mm-hmm. So even though it's categorized within the Christian realm, like the people are doing this 
full time. Yes, yeah, you know? true. But in terms of the recognition, if people are doing great things for God, why not us as children recognize that? Why not like reward them mm-hmm. for keep for pressing on? Because we know many people who have started and not and, and have not continued. It's true. But there are many people, and that's why we have also like the awards for people who've been in the game for years. Yeah, you know? like because even in in the mainstream industry, they also have such awards. You know, Janet Jackson was recently won yeah, one yeah. as well. Like mm-hmm. you know, so it's a thing of why not why not award the veterans who have kept pressing, pressing on, on to true. minister the gospel yeah. to people through that, especially craft. when you wanted to give up. Yeah, so like so, I yeah. I, I don't. For me, I don't understand because. Again, it's like I'm not trying to just take a teaching and like throw it in because it fits my agenda. <laughs> it, it's more of it's always Jesus's heart posture is when people when we do things for the kingdom, yeah, we should always have a heart to give. Yeah, because it's not like you're doing it from a place of I'm doing this so people can recognize me. It's yeah. I'm doing this and people are saying well done and congratulations and yeah. keep going and just yeah. even that encouragement as humans we need encouragement. Yeah, so definitely. I think that's a good thing. Um kind of on the same vein. Yeah. We spoke about this last time in the first interview about the UK gospel scene and you were very much like thank you for this because you were one of the few people who were really positive about the industry. You were very much like <laughs> yeah there's loads of things we need to change but we keep talking about that like we're doing yeah. well. Like we should, we yeah. should be praising ourselves for doing well as well. Yeah. I just want to see, like, I mean, it's been eighteen months. So yeah. much has changed. Events, albums, yeah. shows. Yeah. What have you seen from your side of being an artist and being friends with a lot of yeah. people? Like, what's been the changes in the scene? It sounds so crazy, but I'm getting very emotional just thinking about it. Um, because it's like there's like there's a shift now where. It sounds so funny, but especially those of us who were like under 30, people are like taking us seriously. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not, bless them, it's not like people weren't taking us seriously or like our craft that we're doing. But it's very much like because of previous generations, how there was that tide, right? People come, people go. And it's like, let's be real. I feel like the, the pandemic was an opportunity to wash people out. Because that was a really hard season for difficult. a lot of us for different reasons, as individuals, as a, as communities, and as the church, right? As the church, because we're all one body, amen. And people, they, they remain standing. And I think it's like, now people are like, wow, like these, but like these young people, like they actually love God like, and they yeah. actually still want to make music and they're facing so many trials, but like they're still they're still carrying on. Yeah, it's true. And it's like, um, the fruit of that is beyond just the music. It's like the beautiful events. Like I unfortunately was not able to go, but I was saw the amazing footage from solos as well as Lima Blaze's Afro Gospel <sighs> Showcase. Like, and I know that there's so many other shows to come. You guys, get your called out music tickets if you've not got them. You're sleeping <laughs> because you're gonna see me in that front row with a sign. We are called out. We are called out. That's that's. I'm, 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 we are called out. We are. Listen, beautiful reality. Listen, I could do a whole review right now. But wow, but like it's it's a thing of where like we are really like people are like they're pressing on, yeah. and that's what makes me emotional. It's not because of like oh like everybody's making music. It's like 
people like guys like a lot of us don't have funding from external yeah, resources true. like people are still sacrificing they're, they're still... working to pay to make put the music out exactly so that we're still releasing music yeah. so that's what makes me so mo- emotional i'm just like it's wow genuine, like like it makes me yeah. so happy because it's a genuine thing of like and you know these people you know yeah. the people that are like it's not like they've got like unlimited funds or it's not like they've but this genuinely from a place of god called me to this i'm gonna be obedient keep going even yeah. when it's really difficult it is so and and it's like we've seen also then like the birth of so many like also new collectives. Shout yeah. out to Day Three Mana yeah, Collective. Yeah, like it's so wow. it's not only just like the fact that like people here and there are just releasing singles. It's like we've actually seen a birth of of new different mm-hmm. types of music as well yeah. within the Christian sector. And it's a, for me, it's a privilege to be a part of it, and it's a privilege to also be a consumer because I mean, yes, too, I am also a fan. I'm a okay. Fan. Thank you. I am a fan. I am a fan. No, I do love that. And I think you've seen we've seen it in collectives. We've yes. seen it in events. We've seen it in in headline shows. Yeah. We've seen it in the amount of music coming out singles yeah. even like joint eps yeah. even al- more albums like yeah. it's just been beautiful to see in the scene and like you said like i think from a year and a half ago where yeah. we were kind of like debating on twitter like oh you know uk gospel uh oh, is this or yeah. that are we effective to yeah. now fast forward to 2022 where we're having um we spoke to palumi there was 1300 people at solos wow i didn't know the numbers were like that so we got an email. I was like, oh yeah, we need to get a thousand odd people seated. That's like cool, Palumi, because there was tears in that. Yeah, building. yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. Palumi said the final ticket count was one thousand three hundred. Um, that's incredible. That's incredible. But like this is what we've been wanting. We've been yeah. asking for. I think, like as well, like a lot of with the Christian community, sometimes it can be really fragmented. Like it can feel so individualistic, yeah. right? But then when we have things like solos or even big church day out, big church out day out was well. another really great and one. I was there, guys. <laughs> Did you camp? I I, I met I met I met Jesus. I did not camp because God actually released me from the shackles of camping a few years ago. My goodness! So not the shackles. The shackles. Take the shackles off my feet so I can dance. Let's, and that um, and guys, that weekend it rained. It did rain. It All of you guys are really. I wanted to go, yeah. but again, yeah. I'm just not a camping slash rain babe. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. And you know, like I said, neither am I. You know, <laughs> obviously, I'm yet to to experience the glamping. So hopefully, God elevates elevates me to that level of glamping and being accommodated praise him but you know camping no no no, no, no. but no. big church day overall like that also was amazing and again seeing that unity of the church mm-hmm. and with big church day out as well it is such a mixture and combination of different stages so we have spoken word we have acoustic we have like more like, again independent smaller artists we have the more well-known artists international artists so but to see everyone gathered as one church praising god that is what that's what that's why we do what we do that's so beautiful i know it's been great to see and i I really feel like in years to come like we'll look back and just be like wow we've grown us so much like this it's just the the constant improvement yes constant progression and yeah like i said like you were one of the few people that were generally quite positive about it yes you were loud (laughs) you were loud you were proud you were yeah what i mean is you know people were talking and you were on the stage talking like yeah i I mean i personally wasn't in any of these spaces because you people out like way behind my bedtime that's a a, a 
back in the days we were jobless. Yeah. We were in these sort of spaces. But you um, were one of the people that were speaking, but and it was always from a place of passion. But you were also really positive. Like, no, but yeah. guys, we're seeing a change. We're gonna see a change. And yeah. even when we spoke, it was like, no, but aren't people seeing the change? Everyone seemed to focus on the negative because it was easy and we were also really just bummed yeah. down by the pandemic. Yeah. And to see now everyone really be positive about where the yeah. space of the UK music industry is. It's kind of like, yeah, we caught up to you. Because you've been yeah. saying that, guys, no, it's good. Like, the women yeah. are doing bits. Yeah. Albums are great. The quality yeah. of music's good. The songs, the lyrics are good. Because that's another one. People yeah. shouting, oh, corny, corny, corny. You're like, no, but some of the songs are We're good. We're sharpening our pens. We're, We're sharpening. sharpening our pens. Yeah. Production game has elevated. People are going to studio, bruv. Like, it's going yeah. well. And I just, I'm really grateful that you were always positive. Because I think people finally caught on. So yeah, just a, a note on your positivity. Like, genuinely, you're just a great person. And I appreciate you loads. Um, <laughs> I'm going to flatter you up a bit more. But we've spoken um, at length and there's been multiple, like we have m- multiple mutual friends that have like spoken with you or like come to you for advice or come to you because you're just a wise, lovely person. Wow. Yes, you are. Um, <laughs> I just want you to encourage or I would like you to kind of give any advice that you received yourself that encouraged yeah. you as a woman, as a person, and as an yeah. artist that maybe can help someone who's waiting for that push to, to take the step forward. You know what? I'm going to quote my friend, Mike Omini. Um, and he says, keep going. I'm paraphrasing. This is the Shireen rendition. Okay. <laughs> Not the remix. This is the remix, basically, because it's, you should keep going because you've already survived your hardest days. You have made it through. You have survived your hardest 100% days. 100% of your hardest and days. And the Shireen edition is keep going. And the reason why I say that is because, especially when you're in the middle of, like, of a hard day or a hard moment or a hard situation, it can feel like this is the end. Mm-hmm. But you can yeah. survive it. You can survive this. Like, it may feel right now that all hope is lost, mm-hmm. but God will carry you through. God will see you through. I can't tell you how. I can't tell you when. I can't tell you why you're going through what you're going. But keep going because you have already survived some days. So you can survive today. And that's all I've got to say. It's true. Now, because I think we forget sometimes that there were really tough days in the past. That you can look back now and be like, oh, wait. Like, I'm still here. You know, if that someone, I, I don't want to quote because I don't know who said it. But if I'm still breathing, then God's not done. And it's like. Come on. If That's I'm it. still breathing, if you're still breathing, there's still. Purpose. I think I saw. I think I saw it in a TikTok. I, I, saw, I, think, it's, I, think, I, I think I saw a tweet or something. I'm like, I saw that in a we've TikTok. We've sharing knowledge over social, so this like genuinely, it. like if yeah. you're still going, like you said, keep going because there is still more to come yeah. that you will overcome. Yeah, and that's. That's very encouraging yeah. to hear. Just to switch it up slightly, and this is something yeah. we've talked about. Like I said, we've had good chin wags, as we call them in the UK, yes. but it's just conversations. <laughs> um, no, because Hannah and our team is from the States, and yeah. we one time said chin wag, and she literally was just like, What, what? is that? Like, what is a chin wag? <laughs> what is a, ch- is it a, a chin winter? and a wag? Like, like, who is she? Like, <laughs> who is she? Who is she? <laughs> but we have great conversations and um, foster really like healthy spaces that allow for friendship to to blossom and to bloom (laughs) but um I was on socials recently and a question came through that was like how do you make friends as an adult and we were talking about this just before this interview yes you were and I think that from knowing you and look I was a fan obviously then speaking to you on SheHH over Zoom and then meeting in person and then just like staying friends I've realized that friendship is very intentional and you choose people and you have to keep choosing them 
So I would love for you to maybe give advice to someone who, especially women um, that are trying to build those female friendships, those sister, that sisterhood that is really difficult as you get older because it's no longer just as easy as, you know, living next door to someone or going to school with them. So what advice could you give? Um, Number one, you have to... It sounds weird for me to say it, but you have to check yourself and check your own intentions and remain pure of heart because especially in the world that we live in today where, like, again, people love to collaborate, especially online. So it's like, are you trying to make a friend to create content with or do you want a friend for life? For, for like, real. So the reason why I'm, I'm saying is because it's like people see group people online, they're like, they look like so much fun. Like they look like a good vibe. But when you go out with them, everybody is just on their phone. Everybody's just taking selfies, selfies, selfies. Mm-hmm. They're taking a picture of their brunches. <laughs> and especially us women, we love to go out to eat and to, and to drink and just, to, you know, kiki or whatever. Yes, true. So it's kiki on a brunch. On a brunch. But it's like, it's image, like, it's actually image. Yeah. I think girls, we do more image gang friendships than guys do. That's true. So that's why I'm saying like, number one, check yourself because it's a thing of like, it's also important for you to know where, like where is it that you need a friend? Mm-hmm. In what area of your life do you feel like you need friends? Because I feel like friends also serve different purposes as well. And so it's easy to be like, oh, I just want to make a friend. It's like, okay but like again it's like you wouldn't just date anybody so the same way you don't just befriend anybody it's true so also that so ask yourself the questions like what like in what way like do i want a friend to actually add to my life Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. do i need more encouragement do i need more prayer you know or do i do i need someone who would a bit more very affirming you know yeah or do i need someone who i can actually trust because i have a lot of my heart and there's a lot that i want to share but from previous experiences i've not been able i've not felt like it was a safe Safe enough space to to do that yeah you know and so that's the the first thing is like is actually reflection Mm -hmm. on yourself and your intentions and your needs and then in the actual searching for four friends and four female friends it's like you have to be open and the reason why I say that is because you'll be so surprised the women that you would connect with, yeah. but you initially thought you would never connect with. That part. Because women, we can be very judgmental. Yes, yeah, true. From the onset. We see someone and we're like, we've already... We could we, never be friends. We could yeah. never connect. We or could... we already know their whole life story based on how she's dressed, mm. based on how she talks, based on how she walks. Like, oh, she's like she's wearing that little cold from, from Pretty Little Thing. <laughs> I don't think me, I'm a woman of modesty. <laughs> so I don't think that, you know, we would, uh, we can, you cold. know. Well, like, but you know, but there's some there's some ways that she can actually help you, and you can help her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you don't know that because you've already made that prejudgment yeah. already. So, like, be open. So again, number one, reflect on yourself. What are your intentions? Number two, what are your needs? And number three, be open. Mm-hmm. That's good. See, I yeah. told you she has wisdom. Thank you. See, these are the things that we're just benefiting from as being yeah. her friends, and yeah. you guys are getting them for free. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna give advice for people with the flip side who are like me, and you have too many friends. Please. Um, it's also like number one, know who your who your circle is, mm-hmm. your circle of trust, because yeah. it's easy to know a lot of people. It's easy to be there for a lot of people. Women, we like to give, we pour yeah. out so much, but who is actually Time there for and us? Yeah. But who is actually there for us? So, mm-hmm. I would say reestablish your circle. Do a, a quick quality control check, That's you good. know, like That's actually good. do quality control check. And it's also like, it's so important as much as you've got all these newer friends, remember your day ones. Never, <sighs> never forget those ones who have, who have really been there for you. Because again, 
as you make newer friendships, they serve different purposes. Yeah, it's true. And you'll be surprised when when times are hard, how quickly the those shallow friendships dissolve. Yeah, you know, it's true. And it's the ones who have really been there for you that will always be there for you. Mm-hmm. So, like, as much as you're making new friends, meeting new people, always go back to people who have been your rocks really that's really good especially yeah. as women i think that if you are trying to get into the industry friendships will play a big part of that because a lot yeah. of the time in this industry is who you know who you know who knows who who knows yeah. who's who, who knows who yeah. and you want to have a good report about you that stays yeah and those friendships help foster that um i think this could this could be quite like a interesting angle on this but you mentioned earlier that it has been at least like a, a year plus since um, in full bloom yeah bloomed and yeah. you know was delivered to us the listeners yeah. and it's interesting because you gave us a full-length project beautiful project by the way did you guys hear the choirs and the arrangements oh, in that project stunning like you obviously spent time like you said writing the songs and putting it together producing it creating it but then you also gave us a year to actually let that album sit with us like yeah. it wasn't like you released the album and started putting out singles and I feel like in the current age we're in, it's kind of like, oh, every five minutes you need to drop a single, or you're going to become mm. relevant. How did you go against, how did you like allow yourself the space to breathe and just to live life and not put out constantly past the album? I was forced. Uh, <laughs> By my hand was forced um, because I got very sick. Mm. I think we've had, I don't know if, I, if I've, sh- I've shared, but long story short, I've had COVID three times. Yes. And so you can imagine like my body has gone through it and like even now it's like it's, what's that meme Dav- davide um Dav- davide davide <laughs> you don't love island it's on my I'm brain so he's love island one. sorry guys no davide he said recovery recovery, <laughs> recovery. like that's been me for like a year and a half recovery so after my album i was trying to do so much I imagine. and i got very very sick very sick so much so that i went to hospital so many times oh. and like so i my hand was forced so to slow we, down because we had post release plans i'm not even gonna talk about them because i just get upset i don't know that they will never ever happen or things like that cannot happen but like we had plans ideas but my body said no and that was a lesson for me right as mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. also learning that when your body is because I had warning signs you, you know? do always it's never just over you have warning yeah, signs I had warning signs so um so yeah I was just I was very very sick and so essentially that just forced me to slow down and but in a beautiful sense it's forced me now to be really intentional with this next season and this next mm-hmm. period of writing and releasing that I'm going to do now I'm even more excited to release because mm-hmm. even though it's been space and time yeah. the album has still like people are still listening to it and yeah. I can't wait now for what's next and i and i pray that everybody just will just receive it and like hear it so yeah so it was really just like being forced to yeah that made because what do you think that i know you said you had post release plans but did you think that if you weren't like if your body didn't say beloved relax yeah. you would have still been releasing and still been putting things out putting one thousand percent i think wow. there will be album related but there would be more like yeah more content mm-hmm. and i think that's the struggle i think as and it's not just artists it's all creatives like yeah we, we all struggle with this because it's like we all have a plans and ideas and sometimes things don't go to, according to plan mm-hmm. and then we get frustrated but then in hindsight we look back we're like it kind of worked out the way that it kind of needed to yeah and true. that's kind of where I'm at right I've, I've I've come to peace with the whole release and how everything 
kind of happened. Yeah. Honestly, we could talk for hours and we probably have talked for hours <laughs> before, but um, I just want to let the people know, if it will give you an opportunity yeah. to let the people know if there's anything exciting on the horizon, any projects or anything you can maybe speak on, maybe not, no spoilers, but anything you can speak on for now. There's nothing that I can say for legal reasons. <laughs> However, legal reasons. I'm very excited for this next chapter and that's, and that's on that. Okay. Yes. So she said, I'm giving you everything and nothing together and that's on that okay fair so people just need to keep up with you that's keep correct. up to date with what you've got yeah. socials yep you know shreen official so shreen is spelled s-h-a-r-y-n and the word official on instagram twitter facebook guys me and tiktok we're getting there <laughs> we're like right now i'm the consumer i'm on tiktok until 2 a.m i've not yet posted but we'll see because people are that's on what me. you need to be they're on me for content I know, yeah. I know i know i know i know but Right now, I'm just enjoying. I'm enjoying TikTok. Okay, <laughs> but it's coming. It's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay, that's really good to know. At least we know that there is something. Yes. Even if you don't want to share. Yes. With us, your she hh fam. That's okay. That's fine. We're not hurt. We're not bitter. But yeah. I'm very. I feel like after in full bloom, I think everything we can expect is going to come with that air of excellence that came with the album. Amen. <laughs> Rightly so. No, we believe it to be so. We believe it. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Shireen, for your time. We're really grateful that you would speak to us again on the podcast. You're only our second ever guest to have on twice. Like, how do you feel with that honour? Um, but yeah, thank you for being here and for sharing your heart with us. And I know people are going to leave feeling super encouraged and feeling like they know you a bit more, you know. so Definitely. So be blessed, everyone. Thank you for having me. Hi guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you did, make sure to leave a like rating wherever you're listening to this and to follow us on Instagram at shehhpodcast.